0: Come and grab your friends, it's time for Watch, the world's first, best, and only MetaBots podcast that asks the hard questions. My name is Mitch, I use he him pronouns, and I ask you, we let this holly jolly huge in indoor homes every year, what does this polar prowler get in return? I turn to our jingle expert and crinkle historian for answers. Colin?
1: Um, this is the first time I've been able to enjoy Christmas in, like, nine years. Hi, my name is Colin, my pronouns are they and them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Any thoughts about Santa? <laughs> But what gets out um, of all this? Uh, no, no, I really don't have any thoughts about Santa Claus. Um, I cannot remember when I explicitly stopped believing in Santa Claus, but also I can't actually remember actually ever believing in Santa Claus either.
0: Oh, that's because you have no heart.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah i i mean you know i i knew from a young age that i didn't have that i didn't believe in ghosts i just had an anxiety problem so like yeah That's, maybe yeah. i'm just not connected to the supernatural or to to child wonderment who knows uh,
0: when i was a uh, we taught my favorite books were uh mystery books and detective novels yeah so christmas rolls around and i start analyzing handwriting that's a real, real good way to, you know, break the magic there. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, it wasn't until my mid twenties that I started believing again. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Santa truther.
1: <laughs> you think he's inside the hollow earth? Uh, see,
0: Santa Claus is a lizard person. That's why he hibernates all year. It's not until the he Christmas needs, magic yeah. that he warms up.
1: Yeah. The, um, uh, the beard keeps him insulated on those long cold night rides. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, there's yeah, somebody
0: out there who believes santa claus is a lizard person and that's why yeah, they don't you know, celebrate christmas
1: since he has access to the lizard person technology that's how he's able to like dilate time so we can deliver to every house on earth in one night yeah it all makes sense we cracked it wide open hey you know what's crazier than this conversation that we're having right now the two episodes of metabots that we watched <laughs>
0: Um, so real quick, uh I like pointing out the subtitles the subs titles. Uh there aren't any titles in these two episodes. Okay. There's no title card.
1: Just letting them stand up on their own?
0: I- I'm guessing. There's recaps, but there's no title.
1: Yeah, we did get an excessively long um uh uh last time on at the beginning of this episode. Um Maybe but it was it- released as some kind of T V movie in Japan, who knows?
0: The, the dub gets two titles the sub doesn't does. even get one
1: yeah i don't oh man i assume that um i don't know maybe it got like one title for the broadcast and then they decided to change it to a different title when they did like the vhs release or something like that or um if it changed hands was it always did it air originally at disney or did it air first on someplace else you know that's I the don't thing. Do I don't research. Know. I'm going to look yeah. this up. No, we're going to do it. We're doing it live. Uh, uh, so the Dubbots. two titles
0: are "The Road to Ruins," AKA yeah. "Raiders of the Lost Metabot." Yeah. My personal theory is the writers <laughs> just came up with two jokes and liked them both. Um, because that's a very uh, Metabot's dub thing, right there. It's just, hey, we have multiple jokes. Let's just say them all.
1: Yeah, I think what I would bet it is is that um. Uh, it was originally a Fox kids thing for the, the Fox broadcasting company. Uh, and then, uh, probably when it got, um, uh, bought, sent to ABC for ABC family and Jetix and all that kind of stuff, they probably changed a couple of episode names then or something. I don't, or maybe they just like got the wrong notes. They, they got the, the extra jokes that somebody wrote, uh, wrote down for them. Uh, I don't know. (laughs)
0: Um, this episode starts with both Metabee and Icky dead, which is a bold move for a kid's show, but I applaud it.
1: Yeah, um, you know, we start off right where things left off last time, and we kind of, like, the the, the extended recap that we get also, like, throws in, just straight, just seamlessly becomes the episode, uh, as the rubber robos that surrounded everybody grab Metabee's lifeless form, puts it in a helicopter... And Icky chases after them, manages to grab onto the helicopter and then gets kicked off of it into a tree. That's the start <laughs> of our episode.
0: Uh I love how Metabee is just duct taped to some machinery. It's just oh, literal yeah, duct yeah,
1: yeah. tape. Yeah. Uh he's like he's like like taped down to a stretcher and there's like tubes and stuff going into him. Like yeah. They're making sure he can't MetaBee bop him at any given moment. Um Dude, he rocks <laughs> He does. Dude, he rocks. Uh, speaking of rocks, uh, our favorite rubber robos are hanging out, watching this helicopter leave, and uh, realizing they've been completely left behind by the rubber robo gang. Uh, just they left them to die, and uh, like aren't even like considering uh, doing any kind of like uh, extrication for them. They're just they're left.
0: Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, in the sub, they realized this lap, last episode was like, oh, they released this war machine we're still here. I guess we're not Rubber Robos anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we cut over to Koji and Iki. Uh, Koji thinks that uh, they should call in Dr. Aki for help, but Iki t- t- doesn't think they have any time, uh, doesn't want to wait, uh, just wants to beat the shit out of some Rubber Robos and get his best friend back and uh, sees the the four Rubber Robos and charges after them, uh, tackles Shrimp Lips, uh, calls them latex-loving freaks, and just uh, threatens to torture Shrimp Lips, who has diaper rash. Um, it's, we, I've never seen Icky this evil in my entire life, but you know, uh, at least it's for a good cause. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, I believe this is the first time I've seen a counter kidnapping in a kid's television program. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we don't get the diaper rash thing here. Um, but we get a lot of arguing back and forth and, um, uh, sea slugs trying to, you know, reason with Icky, which isn't working. And yeah. he goes, a kid shouldn't be doing things like this. And Icky goes, are you saying it's okay for grownups to do bad things? And I'm like, damn, Icky, tell him. Like, that's real good. <laughs> um, the uh, So Icky's uh, threatening uh, Shrimpy here. And the rest of them just go, there's only one thing to do. And that's run away. Yeah. <laughs> and Icky goes, don't you care what happens to him? He goes, nah, do what you please with him. Yeah. And Shrimpy just looks... Sh- so defeated and heartbroken
1: he gets his own spotlight for it too it's you know it's rough it's rough stuff uh
0: it, it was right here during that spotlight that it hit me shrimp has got a whack-ass hairstyle
1: <laughs> he does he's just I, got that single little lock
0: <laughs> it, see i was thinking you know you know it was just you know a, a lock like a bang no no yeah. no it's a it's a full-on front ponytail yes like he, he's got a little he's got a little um uh rubber band there keeping it keeping it tight
1: that's He's like a little Pomeranian. <laughs> or, uh, God, what is it? It's uh, a Shih Tzu is that dog, I think, uh, that, that you're supposed to, like, keep, keep the hair on the top of its head long, but, like, put it in, like, a little, like, like, you know, uh, a ponytail, like, mm-hmm. elastic bandy thinger. Um, I don't know what they're called. I'm literally playing with one right now. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, <laughs> we do, we cut over to the city, to the Metabots Corporation, where everyone is waiting, um, Rintaro realizes, uh, that we're, uh, we're an hour past the deadline, that the rankings have been, have been cemented for an hour ago. And there's no way that, uh, um, you know, Meta B and Iki are going to get to go to the world championships now. Uh, and Arika tells them he's full of shit for it.
0: <laughs> I mean, right. Uh, this little scene right here, um, the rest of the episode too, but it really highlights how, uh, the sub and the dub do time differently. Um, the sub really likes just chewing on a scene in just silence. Yeah. And, um, the dub doesn't really do that that much. Even, even these weighty scenes like this, there's a lot more talking. Yeah. just background noise too, (laughs) which the sub does not get
1: there. I don't know. I will say like, with the exception of the Rekusho episode, which really, because of, like, the the kind of, like, genre conventions they're pulling on, did really need to be a very silent episode. Um, I don't think that the silence is necessary for most of the rest of the show. I don't think silence would make this scene better, honestly. Uh, and having a little dialogue to get thrown in is at least getting a voice actor paid, I guess.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like how uh, invested Rentaro is about Icky becoming a champion yeah. when they just met like three days ago, if that. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: we still don't even know who the third place person is. Um, yeah. I, I've been assuming it's Rentaro, but we've never had it confirmed.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rentaro would be, it'd be a weird character thing for this, you know, excitable little boy to uh, be so upset that Iki's not third place if yeah. he is. He would you think he'd let out a little cheer and then go oops I mean I wanted Icky to be third place or something you know Yeah it, it's it's wild
1: Yeah um oh, man uh, but this is also when Koji finally gives Karen a call to let everyone know that they're fine, and also Meta B is captured, and also they're on their way to the uh, Robo hideout. Uh, and everything's fine, you know, don't, uh, we'll be cool, you know, hang tight, uh, and he even tells, he, he tells Karen he'll hug her later instead of see you later, which is a little weird, I don't like to hear that, but, you know, uh, they seem to be having a good time hiking through the woods towards the, uh, uh, you know the rubber robo hideout um
0: hug your friends yeah okay Just hug your we, friends
1: yeah but this is not this is not hugging your friends this is the way that he says it is very much a kind of like and where's my hug kind of situation like we know that's, what koji's yeah, about yeah
0: it, that's fair koji is a creep but on the other hand do hug your friends
1: yeah do hug your friends um well,
0: not right now like hug him six yeah. feet away, but
1: like uh, my life would have been a lot better if uh, the toxic masculinity did not prevent me from hugging my friends uh, in middle and high school. Um, I will say that. Um, but yeah, uh, Arika, Rentaro, and the screws are all in on going to help out. They think they need to they need to get over there immediately. But Doctor Aki steps in to stop them and says he's got his best people on it. Uh, and they shouldn't worry about anything which was it when uh, Miss caviar comes to the room to whisper some secret news into his ear and then they run off incredibly incredibly worried um so uh, miss Tenrio tries to follow them but Mr Tenrio stops her and just gives him gives her like a silent nod that no uh, we should let them work
0: <laughs> so uh, th- th- a lot of stuff's happening right here in these last few seconds. Um, Aki keeps saying you know we'll take care of it you know, we're going to handle it. You kids, it's too dangerous for you. Let us do it. Uh, Aki doesn't do shit for the rest of the
1: episode. He doesn't. <laughs> he just <laughs> he talks does to does absolutely him nothing. <laughs> hey,
0: we sent our best men. No, you, no you didn't. <laughs> Aki's got to be in on it. And then, yeah, uh, Iki's mom runs to help. Really familiar. Like, as if she's, like, really familiar with what's going on in this yeah. situation. And then uh, Iki's dad, you know, shakes his head almost to say now's not the time one of our masked renegades died we have to honor that
1: or even uh you know because they don't have the help of whoever one of the other masked renegades are they can't um they can't risk exposing themselves right now um you know uh it's it's a tense time
0: uh Um, (laughs) you know with those tight rubber suits they just love exposing themselves
1: yeah (laughs) um God. Uh, we cut over to the, the secret hideout where Meta B is in the goop. Uh, the goop? he's in a goop tube. Um, they've, uh, we hear from the, the techs working around where they've deactivated, uh, his metal and all of his, uh, weapons and they're getting ready to initiate operation beetle mania. Um, you know, they're going to be broadcasting, uh, um, you know, uh, please, please, please me over the air uh, you know, maybe some ABCs, uh, maybe a little, um, uh, maybe some of the later stuff, even though that's not really Beatlemania, but they were still incredibly popular. And like I like, psychedelic period and stuff. I did
0: a Beatle joke last time and you were against it.
1: Okay. But, <laughs> but this now is when Beatlemania. you mania, <laughs> this is, there's no way that Beatlemania is not an explicit reference to the Beatles.
0: <laughs> uh, this also was not in the, uh, the sub at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, Was it surprisingly, just complete right? Silence as they panned over this this lab.
0: No, he says, I would have liked to gather more rare metals, but hey, I'm kind of in a hurry here.
1: Okay, yeah, which they is do, um, we get to that later, I think, in another bit of dialogue from him. Um, oh no, uh, no, wait, it's it's just later in the scene uh, where he just says that yeah, he would uh, have liked more, but he'll have to make do with this one.
0: We also see a uh, arcade fight stick <laughs> <laughs> attached to the the, contro- uh, the controls next to Metabi. and I'm like, that's a good well, goof.
1: Well Yeah, because um, uh, Metabee has rollback netcode, uh, so it's real, real essential to the the Metabots fighting game community. You
0: know what? I bet Metabee doesn't, but I bet Rakusho and Smilodon add do. <laughs> that's
1: why they can move faster. It's the rollback uh, netcode. Uh, that's why Metabee gets so mad when he's
0: fighting people. It's yeah. unfair. He's a capital G gamer.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um... Uh, so we do cut really quickly over to Miss Caviar, who is, uh, we, we find out what she told uh, Dr. Aki. Uh, basically, they have, uh, they've found a strange signal being broadcast. And uh, she is trying to triangulate, uh, try, uh, the blah, 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 trying to triangulate it. Uh, so in the hopes of, of finding out exactly what the rubber robos are up to. Meta continues to get tortured with electricity. We'd love to see it um i I, i'm going on record i don't love to see this (laughs) it's very bad
0: actually colin's on Uh, their own here
1: yeah um (laughs) and then we finally cut over to shrimpy uh who has led koji and icky to the rubber robo hideout which uh koji identifies as the myanma ruins
0: okay um um, real quick because colin's just breezing past it shrimpy's on a leash
1: he is he is tied up on a leash uh, not, and not like a, a cool, fun kid's leash that you would put your baby rival on, but like straight up, like tied up and on a length of rope in front of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, we have to acknowledge that cause that it's not going to come up much later. And this, this is a scene.
1: Yeah. Um, but, well, it, you know, uh, I was going to bring it up here in a, in a, in a second, um, because, uh, they, Uh, You know, he's really trying to convince, like, no, this really is the the rubber robo hideout and just kind of takes his arms out of the, the rope tie and starts feeling around for a secret button and then puts them back in once he finds it. Uh, which also opens uh, when he presses this this invisible stone button like all secret entrances into ruins have. Uh, the floor opens up into uh, a set of stairs and a slide, which uh, Iki and Koji immediately fall down. And then uh, Shrimpy just kind of slides down after him.
0: <laughs> it is nice to see the bad guy's lair have uh, wheelchair access, though.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it would be better if it had a ramp going all the way up. Or even like truly, what it needs is an elevator because, like, based on the length of of this ramp, I like I would probably die trying to wheel my way up that.
0: Uh. Oh yeah, well we don't we don't know about the rest of it. This might just be one entrance, and the exit is somewhere yeah. more convenient.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. But down in here, they find some cave paintings of various metabots. You know, metabees there, similodons there. Um. I forgot who else is there.
0: Peppercat <laughs> um, and Rikusho.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Is this um,
0: the deepest lore?
1: This is we're getting some deep lore. Um Icky uh accuses uh Shrimpy of them painting graffiti up here, but uh you know, um uh Shrimpy says, "Oh no, this this was here before we moved in. Like it's always been here." Uh, which is when Koji leans down and reaches into a pile of dirt and pulls out an ancient metal, and then Iki takes it and it, like, crumbles, and there's, like, a whole, like, pile of metals buried in this, this cave here, which is wild. Uh,
0: um, Shrimpy, uh, Shrimpy does say, you know, they've been here the whole time, but Iki's not upset that they graffitied. He goes, do you know how evil it is to paste over another culture?
1: Oh, that's much better.
0: Iki's <laughs> mad that they were destroying culture.
1: Yeah. Um this belongs in a museum. Uh <laughs> this is why it's a, yeah, Raiders of the yeah. Lost Metabot. Um, yeah. um and Koji guesses that this rune is twenty thousand years old, which is a wild thing to just guess off the top of your head. <laughs> uh
0: so I looked it up. Uh twenty thousand years ago is a real long time ago. Um it is. according to Wikipedia, that's when Europe discovered harpoons and saws. Uh apparently animal domestication were started uh, was started. And also, apparently, Metabots. That's right there on the wiki. Uh, I- 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 Sometimes
1: I- it'd be like that. Uh,
0: Icky I- I- questioned, uh, hey, you know, you really seem to know what you're talking about. To which Koji replies, well, it's standard gentleman's etiquette,
1: <laughs> which is <laughs> the most
0: pompous thing I think he's ever said.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, um, that's a bit insane. Uh
0: <laughs> also, um, I'm sorry, he wouldn't be able to tell, you know, how old that dirt is. Yeah. while he's inside without digging or anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, or like, you know, it's not like his meta watch has a carbon dater on it or something like that. It might,
0: uh, but he didn't look at his meta watch. He looked at the dirt and go, yep, that's 20,000 year old dirt.
1: Yep. Uh, that's what I've felt 20,000 year old dirt before and that's what it feels like I guess. Uh,
0: <laughs> and also so this is 20,000 year old dirt inside of a ruin that people have been walking on.
1: Yeah. Uh, like
0: <laughs> You're not going to be able to tell what's what.
1: Um. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, some rubber robos pop out. Uh, they open a door and shine a flashlight, and uh, they try to run away. Shrimpy leads them to a secret exit, which is guarded by rubber robos, and they're immediately surrounded by rubber robos, uh, which is also when the screws come sliding in, along with Arika, Karen, and Rentaro. Everybody's here. They all escaped somehow and got here very quickly. <laughs>
0: uh, they explain it. Uh, Karen says, don't remember when we played hide and seek, I had your phone traced and followed you here via GPS.
1: Yep. Uh, Karen cheats at hide and seek used by, you know, illegally tracking people with their cell phone, uh, SIM cards, uh, which is good to know.
0: It's okay. She's rich. It's fine. Yeah.
1: Well, also she immediately like, uh, her solution to what's going on is instead of everybody going to fight the rubber robos, instead she throws down the smoke bomb. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: She goes, um, uh, when push comes the shove, this is what you do, and smoke bomb. Yeah. We never figured Karen was Space Meta Fighter X, but it's been staring at us the whole time. Who else could have survived such a fall but someone with a healing robot? Yeah. Or because um, or, we saw Karen at the end of last episode, did we see Karen robot? Specifically built to keep her identity. What if Neutronurse becomes Karen so Karen can become a retort? <laughs>
1: It could, you know, it could be true. We don't know. It could be there are simply multiple Karen robots, and sometimes they are phanto- the Phantom Thief retort. Uh,
0: <laughs> we don't know. We'll have to find yeah. out by the end of this episode.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the fact that that Karen is equipped with smoke bombs is totally understandable. We know she has a she has a smoke bomb arm now. Uh, we know that's one of her parts, so uh, we can keep the eye out for what the rest of them are. Um, uh in the smoke uh Ikki and Koji both grab uh Karen trying to save her and when uh, uh they um they escape we see uh they have both ended up in the same hallway and they are both holding hands with Sam.
0: It's real cute. I like this.
1: Uh yeah, could you please give me your take on this whole this situation with Sam uh, and I mean, her immediate reaction to what's going on.
0: Uh so Sam Fairly quickly, let's go of Iggy's hand. I mean, it's a student teacher relationship. She respects that. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but she cuddles up right up next to Koji and like nuzzles his hand, which I don't know if necessarily the romance is there or if Sam's just wanting that money. But I'm I'm for it either way. Girl, you get yours. Um.
1: Well. Um. Uh. How do you feel about uh how how she specifically says if he's finally chosen her as his row battle princess? Does um, that strike you as odd? Like maybe there might be some more setup to the situation that's going on. Like maybe you know, a previous episode really details this the the origin of this relationship.
0: <laughs> uh, what do you mean? We've seen every episode of Metabots so far, and this has never come up before.
1: R- remember <laughs> the episode that I watched by accident? Oh, was there was there uh, Sam Koji romance? Uh, so here's here's what it's confirming for me. Um. You know, having seen that, uh, you know, I don't want to go into that episode. We'll cover it in season two fairly early on. Um, but the, it's kind of setting a dangerous precedent for me uh, in that in that episode, they don't change the dialogue at all to reflect that it's, this episode happened before. Wow. All right. So I'm a little worried that uh, when um, when we get the the episodes that were uh, leading up to um Oh, God, like revealing, uh, what's his name, um, Squid Guts' real identity, that they're not even, it's just, they're going to act like that episode, I, I'm, I'm worried, I'm worried about season two a lot.
0: <laughs> well, see, we were counting on the dub to, you know, throw some fake stuff in there
1: uh, in order to make you know, things make sense, because you know the convert. sub's not going to do it. Uh, I can confirm for at least one episode next season, they absolutely do nothing to uh, adapt for the change in the broadcast order.
0: (laughs) God, Metabots is just the weirdest, best show. Yeah. Maybe Uh, we should have been watching this not in broadcast order this entire time.
1: No, no, this is great. This is a good bit. Uh oh anyways um,
0: after after we see this uh a fairly romantic scene between sam and yeah. koji we cut over to shrimpy who goes i'm here too for the record which means he also wanted to cuddle what a complex yeah. and sad character
1: yeah he look, you know he never he's always in this little baby form he doesn't get the respect he deserves we know he's a teenage boy or something uh he's some kind of um, uh regular sized child inside of that compression suit uh yeah <sighs>
0: yeah just poor shrimpy like yeah. his friends abandoned him he doesn't get loved on he's tied mm-hmm. up
1: <laughs> he's got I, okay. diaper rash <laughs> he,
0: he might like the tied up part he doesn't have diaper rash in the sub at least
1: yeah um uh we do cut over to um uh sloan spike and rentaro and uh sloan uh is apparently a master of finding booby traps because he's trying to disarm them as they slowly make their way down this this tunnel Uh, And Spike even makes the comment of like, oh, wow! without the boss around, you're so much more intelligent. You've spoken like four sentences already. (laughs) Real good. Yeah. Uh, Rintaro decides that he's bored, though, and is just going to brute force the traps and runs down the hallway as fast as possible before the arrows can shoot out of the walls at him. Uh, Spike and Sloane chase after him, like narrowly dodging the arrows, getting snakes dumped on them, having a boulder chase after them, et cetera, et cetera. But they are all eventually stopped uh, when a, a brick wall shoots up and uh, they are trapped in a classic walls closing in trap.
0: Uh, so in the sub, Rentaro wasn't listening when they said they're going to look for traps and just goes, what are we waiting here for? We have to hurry and just starts running <laughs> and just doesn't notice anything else happening.
1: Okay, valid.
0: Um. Which is good. And this is the first time this episode I'm like, why aren't they calling their metabots for help? Like, I understand why uh, Karen and Arika didn't bring their metabots down here. Because they're awful human beings who hate their metabots for some reason. Yeah. That's the only reason we don't see Brass and Nutri-Nurse right away. But everyone else, like, Spike always walks around with Cyan Dog. I mean, Keith Turtle doesn't show up too much. But, like, Rintaro should call uh, Sephiroth here. Like, What's going on?
1: Uh, I'm sure, uh, Cross your Dog doesn't make an appearance, so they have less people on screen to draw at any given scene, <laughs> is the other sad answer.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I don't like your realism coming into my, uh, my fantasy. Is this fantasy now, or is it, oh, man.
1: No, you're, you're right, you're right. Uh, the, you're, you're questioning the narrative cohesion and integrity of this show. Uh, so I, I totally get where you're coming from. Uh. <laughs> Uh, we do cut over to Iki and Koji and Sam. Uh, they've finally gotten close enough to Metabee where Iki can hear Metabi through the watch, and it sounds bad. He is being actively tortured by the rubber robos. It's not good, and uh, they get chased down the hallway a little bit farther. And we do get a nice like match on action here, where as the um the rubber robos kind of like start running at um uh, uh Koji and um and Iki and Sam. The moment where they would cut to, like, accommodate for them getting too close is they cut to, uh, some rubber robots running past a window with, uh, Karen and Arika hiding beneath it. Um, and they're hiding out in a room, uh, just waiting for these rubber robots to get out of the area. Uh, and, uh, you know, Arika's like, hey, we can't, you know, we can't just hide out here. We got to help the others. Let's, let's get going. And, uh, you know, Karen is spooked by a shadow, but Arika's like, oh, that's nothing. It's, you know, it can't possibly anything. Why would there be something spooky in this room? As we pan up to see the silhouette of a Gundam sized Metabot.
0: (laughs) Metabots is Gundam, baby.
1: Metavots is gun baby. I called it
0: episode one.
1: Yeah, uh the Ziong is here or something. Uh I don't know. Uh we don't get a we do get to see it at the end of the next episode, but we don't get a super great look at it. Uh but yeah, it's a big boy. It's a big old boy. Uh we cut back to Koji Iki, and Sam, uh, who managed to escape from the rubber robot ro- yeah, from the rubber robos by getting caught in a convenient net trap. Um so they're just hanging around until Sea Slug shows up, uh, who turns out snuck in and rescues them and lets them out of this this trap, uh, because him him and the boys they came back for their Shrimp Lips, they came back for their boy.
0: Now, Colin, can you explain the little uh, speech uh, that he gives and that Shrimpy responds to here, real quick?
1: Um, that the, the real reason that Sea Slug came back is because Shrimp Lips is wearing some silk underwear sea slug gave him to deal with his uh his diaper rash but he needs him back so he can go on a date tonight
0: yes thank you yeah <laughs> because first of all we know he's lying because sea slug is really a uh a tender-hearted uh fool and you know he really did come to save his friend also he's not going on a date tonight because Miss caviar is busy
1: yeah. So we also know because yeah, he you know he couldn't possibly go on a date with anyone else but Miss Caviar, and clearly he and Miss Caviar have not uh, buried the hatchet yet and cleared yet. up their issues.
0: No, that's that's the finale of season two. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. In in the sub, it's uh, he, Cecil comes to collect the money he lent him, and Shrimpy goes. You know, actually, you collected the money for me. He goes, "This is no time to discuss such petty matters, Robo." <laughs> Which I love that kind of exchange. It's it always gets me. But yeah, the I I just love these idiots together. The sh- the screws, the rubber Robos. Anytime they're on screen is a delight.
1: Uh, Yeah, and then, uh, so Sea Slug proceeds to lead them to uh, the room where Medibee is locked up, uh, and then all four of them run the fuck off and leave him there. They're like, hey, see you later, this is your problem. Uh, And as they run away, they catch Sam also trying to sneak off. Who then turns around and and takes Icky's hand and and comforts it, letting him know that uh you know it's every there comes a time in every student's career where they have to separate from their master, separate from their teacher, and go their own way to prove themselves, and that's why Sam is gonna let Icky uh, continue on to be able to prove himself uh, in this dangerous experience and live his own life, and that's why she's leaving, definitely. Uh. <laughs>
0: It's real good. I I love this continuous callback to her being his teacher because it's true. Yeah. It it Uh, is true.
1: Yeah. The very first sight we
0: see, Icky's learning from her fight. It's the very and, first and, scene in the show.
1: Yeah. Presumably, like Samantha was the was the top meta fighter at school up until this point. And we know that Icky like tried to watch all the matches that he could. So like yeah, he's probably his like role model for how to act as a meta fighter and like strategy is definitely Sam and Peppercat. Like there's no way it's not. He's she is the person that he has seen win over and over and over again before he got Meta B.
0: And you know it's not him watching TV. Because Arika's the one who watches the TV and tells Icky about what happens. (laughs) Icky's only experience is what he watches in real life. And he watched Peppercat and Sam this entire time.
1: Um, Thankfully, Peppercat is also uh, apparently sentient and aware while her coin is in the watch. Uh, because both her and Similodon uh, radio in through the watches with words of encouragement for MetaBee and to encourage, um, you know, Koji and Samantha to stick around and, and help out and, and save MetaBee and help Icky. So uh,
0: for my first viewing, I only cried a lot <laughs> during this. Uh, during my final couple viewings, I only had to pause for like five to ten minutes every time to lightly sob. Yeah, because like, you
1: just openly weep. Yes, me yeah, This me
0: is, is so lying. good. Yeah. Uh like it's so touching. Also, this is the first time we hear Peppercat and Similodon. Yeah. yeah. This is the first time they, they talk the entire series, and it's to cheer on their friend as he's getting tortured.
1: Uh we uh we have heard Similodon say a few lines in a couple of previous episodes, and I only specifically know that because the Similodon voice actor is probably the worst casting decision for Similodon. He has the weirdest fucking voice. That's he sounds right. like an, a weird old shriveled man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, um, he made that joke about um, bitter rivalries not being different than being a sore loser. That is right. Uh, I forgot about that. Um, but we also hear Peppercat call Sam Boss which yeah. is real
1: cute. Uh, yeah, yeah, we also, uh, we, uh, things are, are kind of heightened as we hear B begin to go try to talk, but just go start to go, which we know that's not good. Uh, some of the bad things are about to happen.
0: Uh, or there's watermelon, you know, one of the two, yeah. the only time we ever hear him make that sound.
1: Um, oh man, I will say too like the emotionality of, of the scene. Um, I uh, we know that this is the end of season one for for I- the English and I, but this is what the this is like going into the end of the three quarters of the of the whole of of the original Japanese like like Metabots show. This so is like episode halfway thirty-seven. Into season two is where this should be, mm-hmm. um, which it's fucked up that this isn't like this should be at the end of Metabots like. Which only means that uh, either things at the end of the show, at the end of season two, are going to be absolutely buck wild. Or just, we kind of like, this is the height of it. Uh. And I have no,
0: I did not predict this is where season one was going to end. Yeah. So I cannot, if season two is like them becoming metabots in space, like Digimon, or... If season two is them opening up their own restaurant, either path, like, I could see happening and I would be mad either way. <laughs> I got no idea.
1: Yeah, well, Icky um... might become I,
0: a Seven Eleven cashier at the end of the series. Uh,
1: certainly okay. No, nothing could possibly get even more serious at the end of this episode or the start of the next one. Truly not. Uh... Anyways, they, um, uh, you know, they decide to, they decide to all stick together and they charge into this, uh, into this doorway, into this dark room. Uh, the lights come on, revealing three Robos and their three Belzelgas. And Koji and Sam transport in Peppercat and Sinoadon. Uh, so yeah, we're getting, we're getting into this battle, baby. It's Metabots time. Um, we do cut over to the rubber Robo leader real quick, who begins to monologue about basically nothing, um, but one of his, uh, tech support people does make a comment that he has detected a, uh, mysterious intruder of some kind.
0: I wonder who that could be.
1: Who knows? Uh, we cut back to, uh, this, the, the room that they all entered. And, uh, Similodon and Peppercat charge in to fight the Belzelgas, who immediately just wreck the shit out of them. Uh, and, uh, knock down most of their parts except their heads. Um, and, uh, as they go in for the killing Blow... Who steps in to stop them? But uh, everybody's favorite Metabot, Rakusho, because he is sworn to protect the rare metal. I cheered.
0: I, I cheered <laughs> right here. Uh, very yeah. emotional episodes. Um, so I, I have some questions here about this scene. Um, so these Zegas are the same one we saw in the you know the infamous tuna head episode. Yeah, are, are they in production already, or is someone stealing prototype information? We don't know.
1: Um I is, would
0: uh, yeah. Is there another mole or are these just being sold to, you know, warlords somewhere?
1: Uh this is, you know, this is like it's been a couple of months, right? Um so it could be that uh, you know, they have gone into production, but there is another thing it could be. Um, you know, clearly they're not they they are powerful, but they're not quite as powerful as that prototype Belzalga was. Um, I think what it is is this is some of the data that that um uh Sea uh, Slug brought back with him from his espionage mission. Uh so they they are you know, we know that um the rubber leader has his own um licensed metabot manufacturer. I think they're making their own Belzelgas, and they're not quite as powerful as the original, but clearly they're still powerful.
0: All right, that's fair. Um we briefly see uh first of all, Belzelga used the attack Hellmane, which is really yeah. cool. Uh, we briefly see Peppercat's stats for the first time, uh, and they are light circuit, light jab, light blow, and quick alert. Okay. And her little outline on the watch still has that plug tail, which is very cute. Oh yeah. Also, the text at the bottom reads functional disorder, which, same.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Me too.
0: <laughs> the bad guy uh, says, oh, uh, finally we'll be able to make the world a world we were unable to create eight years ago, and it'll finally come to light. So this metabods is clearly a sequel series. Yes. Um I would have loved to have seen the eight years ago story where a young a young Henry is becoming a legendary meta fighter, and then we fast forward to this series and we've seen him grown up and everything else. Like that would have been amazing. Because <laughs> clearly there was a long plot that ended um I'm gonna say probably satisfactory, but with lead up to something else happening, which is what we're seeing now. Like,
1: I don't know. It is also part of the course for anime to have a mysterious event that happened several years ago that they're now dealing with that doesn't seem to really have a ton of. Uh, um, I, I'm sure we'll get it explained in, in backstory stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, again, there are 12 episodes left technically after this episode. Um, and I'm sure they'll be chock full of that kind of thing. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, yeah, I don't uh, it, it would be cool if we got a prequel series, but I don't think it'll it'll happen at this point. Uh.
0: Yeah, no, obviously not. Um, but uh, one last thing I want to point out here real quick before we get back into things. Aiki uh, is so dumb. He tried to summon Meta B to help him fight to capture or to save a captured Meta B here. Yes. <laughs> Which I, I mean, points for uh, sticking to your character's strongest suit here.
1: Well, there's there's two huge idiotic parts of that. One, he is coming to save Meta B. How can he say? how can he summon Meta B to save Meta B? Two he never puts the coin in his watch. He can't yeah. summon him anytime. time.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just He is the dumbest little child and I I'm growing attached to him.
1: He is, it, I, it took thirty-eight
0: idiot. episodes almost, but
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm finally coming around to the kid. Um but, yeah, uh, you know, Rikusho steps in, uh, grabs one of these fists, and uh, is here to protect everybody. And that's when we will go into, straight into our next episode, um, uh Rikusho doesn't even bother attacking the Belzelgas. He slips past them and uh, kills... Uh, slash quote-unquote knocks out the rubber robos controlling them instead uh, because he remarks that the Belzelgos are simply doing what they're commanded to do and they shouldn't be destroyed uh, because of that. And they do like immediately just go quiet and shut down as soon as the rubber robos are taken All
0: right. out. Alright, real quick, I have to rewind a few seconds to talk about this recap.
1: Okay, because something yeah.
0: weird happened. Uh, when Inky's running to the chopper and screams Metabe, the words were in Comic Sans and I immediately panicked. <laughs> I was like, God, no, 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 I can't. I can't have this emotional climax of this series be in comics hands.
1: I'm I'm very sorry that the uh, the subbers decided to throw in some comic sans out of nowhere. It went back
0: to impact or whatever,
1: (laughs) but but it was still like, whoa. Hold on, yeah. You know, you um, uh, when you do flashbacks, you like gray the screen out a little bit, or make it grainy, or put the, uh, the the subtitles in italics, or make them comic sans. You know, whatever
0: um uh, Ragusho, uh when he attacked the robos he says oh don't worry i just hit him with the blunt side and then he goes the metabots aren't at fault they were just unlucky to have these people at masters which is great because yeah. this is where we start uh the rest of this episode is just a lot of good ethical debates about the morality of sentient war machines and whether or not yeah. ai designed to kill can be oh it's not Oh no, they just ask why he's here. Okay, never mind.
1: Okay, <laughs> I thought we were going somewhere cool here. Never mind. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think there are some implications that we will explore in future episodes. Uh but for now, yeah, uh Rikushio uses his reverse blade katana to uh knock out the the rubber robos. Um and uh we find out uh, they ask him why he came here and he came here to protect the rare metal and stop whatever the rubber robos are doing. He has no idea that Metabee was captured and is in danger. His, you know, he hasn't been keeping up with his boyfriend. Like that's so uncaring of show,
0: Well, uh, so in the sub, they're like, he, they're like, why are you? Here? He goes, uh, why are you here? And they're like, to save Metabi. Isn't that why you're here? And he goes, Metabi's been kidnapped. And he just freaks <laughs> out.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is like a lot of good emotion from the guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, We do quickly cut over to Miss Caviar, who has finally triangulated the source of the transmission to the uh, uh, Myanmar Myanmar ruins, uh, which is just in time for Dr. Aki to get a a message saying he has an urgent visitor. Uh, It's Baton the parrot. Uh, He has some urgent news that he has to tell Dr. Aki right now. So I guess that confirms uh, uh, Baton and uh, Rikusho back in town. They accomplished whatever their goal was.
0: Uh Tanja shoves the guard aside
1: <laughs> which is <laughs> really good. He's a robo parrot.
0: Oh man. Uh, is I, I laughed. I I I got a lot of good chuckles out of this. Yeah. Uh this uh these two episodes here.
1: Yeah. Um cutting back to the other scene, uh we have the very strange image of Sam putting a hot compress on Peppercat and it heals Peppercat. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how this works. Is this just a, uh, like a gauze pad full of nano machines or fucking mm-hmm. what?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's nanobots, baby. <laughs>
1: okay. uh, Rikucho
0: goes, I've often wondered, why did Hushi invent us? Why were we given life? Just a fight? I cannot believe that. And Smilodon goes, you know, I never thought about that, not even once. <laughs> and then Pepper's like, well, you know, I've always been happy at Boss's side. But yeah." Smilodon never thought, not even once, about why he's alive?
1: Hey, listen. Sometimes you just head empty. Sometimes you know, confirmed. Similodon is a himbo. Uh,
0: (laughs) I I guess. I guess when you're that rich and pampered, you don't need to examine your own your own existence.
1: I well, I will say I've had a lot of existential crises, and uh, you know, like I've, but also I've never like really questioned why I exist or like what my place in the world is. So I don't know. Uh, I was a philosophy major. Like. (laughs) crisis uh, crises of philosophy who knows
0: but yeah i was a philosophy major like i get greater than how well my existential crisis went <laughs>
1: Oh, buddy. Um, this is also. Uh, uh, oh, uh, he. This is when uh, Rikucho kind of goes into the whole explanation and lore dump for what was going on. Uh, he and uh, Baton had followed the footsteps of Hushi uh, back to um, the the abandoned, burnt down cabin that they all lived in together. Uh, and underneath its remains, they found Hushi's secret research lab, um, uh, which confirmed Hushi did not invent metals. And neither did humans. They were created by an ancient non-human civilization. Uh, And that those, uh, uh, basically, they they had discovered uh, these metals in a dig. Uh, And uh, these are the, uh, like, the original metals are the rare metals. Uh, You know, Hushi's entire theory was uh, uh, the use of them and how they could be uh, deployed. And especially uh, how to clone them. To make uh, the metals that we all know and love as Metabot metals, as the the kind of regular metals, um, uh, we cut over as a, Baton is also explaining this to Doctor Aki, and Doctor Aki confirms that yes, um, you know the the true secret to uh, meta technology. Uh, in addition to, I, I do really believe that A- Aki did invent the uh, the Metabot alloy, uh, but the true secret, uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Hushi's like Metabot uh, metal theory was actually just um, you know the way to replicate the metals, and Aki used it to propagate Metabots across the world.
0: Uh,
1: so I want
0: to go on record here that we were fucking right.
1: We were. <laughs> we
0: were. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Okay, ancient aliens didn't necessarily come onto our desk but that's only because we didn't think you know that far ahead
1: we would have gone to ancient um, aliens i I did explicitly reference eureka 7 because eureka 7 has a very similar plot line which is an ancient aliens kind of thing but like i don't know it's anime we've seen anime before this is just what anime is i guess
0: (laughs) but yeah they went through all that speech before about how he discovered metals and i'm like no 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 he didn't invent it he discovered it yeah important wording we're gonna call back to it um also uh in the little secret hatch we found a baton there 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 was another parrot robot oh
1: i missed that okay
0: yeah which wild okay um but the the speech is talking about the rare elements discovered inside the metals so i don't even think aki invented metabot alloy i think that was based off the metals
1: that's true. He could have like the the truly surviving metals, the ones that didn't degrade probably had some kind of like uh self-healing properties. Mm-hmm. He probably studied those and figured out how to replicate that too for the the meta technology, for the the metabot alloy or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cuz they specifically talk about the rare elements and in metals inside these coins, which wow, what a <laughs> dump. Yeah. Um, well, well, first of all, where the hell is Mr. Narrator?
1: Um, yeah. I'm what has he been like, doing? Did you have the narrator last episode at all? No. Okay. Well, fuck him. He's dead. Uh, the lore's here. Um, so, uh, we do cut over to the rubber <gasps> robo leader who is ready to commence Operation Beetlemania, uh, throwing MetaB into even more pain and uh, lighting his tube up with red light. Um, we, We'd see a hinge in a lake nearby uh, begin to glow, and it shoots a beam up into the atmosphere, uh, which, uh, uh, thanks to, you know, readings from Miss Caviar, we know is connected with the satellite uh, grid and begins to broadcast a transmission all over Earth. Um. This is uh, uh, when uh, Arika's watch uncontrollably summons Brass, who we find out uh, Brass's, like actual metabot name, like her, her like package name, is Sailor Multi, uh, and Arika simply calls her Brass, which is cute. Um, everybody else just calls their metabot the name of the actual metabot. Arika actually gave Brass a name because she loves her. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, Brass is a little quiet and has glowing red eyes. But uh, it does immediately save Erika uh, and Karen from a set, some attacking metabots. Uh, but it just seems like something's wrong. Uh, yeah, cut over uh, to the, yeah. I was furious here. I, I, I was furious. First of all, Brass
0: appears out of nowhere. Cool. Great. Brass would appear out of nowhere. If you don't call Brass long enough, Brass will come herself.
1: Yeah. Also, um, it it does pretty much put to rest any any theories that, like... You know, Arika is trying to keep Brass from harm or Brass isn't, like, uh, specialized for combat because their specialization is shooting and she has gun arms. Like, (laughs) we have that confirmed now.
0: I mean, just because she's got gun arms doesn't mean uh, Arika wants her getting shot, too.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Um, But so we see these red eyes. Okay, yeah anime tells me red eyes mean evil fuck so so are you telling me we don't see her for 25 episodes and they just make her evil
1: (laughs) we're gonna yeah you know we'll get to it uh but um (laughs) i was so upset yeah retaro's watch also spontaneously summons kantorov yeah who cares uh yeah who they then use to blow a hole in the wall to get out of this trap finally
0: (laughs) also so this moron brigade is stuck in a trap and they didn't think about summoning their metabots yeah why do these ch- children even own war machines if they're not going to use them?
1: <laughs> who knows? Uh Jesus. Uh yeah, we cut back over to the Rubber Robo Leader uh who um uh reveals that he is going to you the the reason that he wanted to get multiple rare metals is uh he is uh, basically by using Metabee's Hercules B uh B metal or the boo blah, 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 Um to uh Uh, Why did I write B? Did it auto-correct beetle to B? I hate my note-taking software. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the the rubber robo leader uses Metabee's Hercules beetle metal. Uh, He can control every single Hercules beetle metal that's been cloned from it on Earth, i.e. Cantoroth and Brass so we now know brass has a Her- has a hercules b metal which i guess is just good at shoot um
0: yeah but what what a crazy bit of lore there too yeah D- does that mean like i am well, every bit of this lore is phenomenal but also super confusing
1: well this this makes sense why aki was like wants to protect the rare metal so much uh knowing that they are they are the blueprint by which all other metals are cloned from uh no. because we don't we don't necessarily have uh, uh an exact idea of of how they make the metals we just have to assume that they keep the rare metals in these in these tanks and you and like have to have them in that state so that they can clone them um but also, like, if, you know, they, if they didn't keep these under wraps, then other people could get a hold of them and, like, use them to control all associated metals. Like,
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily make Aki's uh, first priority, oh, we can't let this fall into the wrong hands because then they'll, you know, use radio waves to control other metabots. As opposed to, hey, we need all the rare metals so we can clone them better. Yeah, so we can make we, more well, money.
1: Also we can't have any of the other like corporations have access to them to clone their own metals and get around our supply chain. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a capitalistic greed that's yeah. keeping Aki yeah, d- uh altruistic not necessarily uh wanting to help the earth.
1: Dr. Aki is absolutely the Thomas Edison of the Metabots world. I completely agree.
0: <laughs> we say we say it almost every episode and every yeah. episode we're we're right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um well you know we're gonna be even more right at the end of this episode. We'll get to it
0: uh, uh oh don't worry yeah, this... I have a line here about how right I am, and I think you're yeah. gonna like it. I'll read it word for word what I wrote down
1: <laughs> yeah um so uh uh the evil rubber robo leader uh finally gives the gives his his command he tells all of the hercules b type b uh, meta, uh metabots to destroy all humans. And this is when Brass levels her gun at Karen and Arika and begins to shoot. Um,
0: okay. Uh, in the sub, he just goes, all right, Kabudos, go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes Mania make more sense. All the Beatles are, yeah. you know, in a fit of mania. Sure, cool, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then Stone Cold Crazy by Queen starts to play and just, yeah, it's great.
0: But the fact that the sub says, uh, go crazy but the dub says kill all humans that's backwards <laughs> yes. usually the dubs like oh kill people
1: but uh and the su- go crazy <laughs> <laughs> um canter also starts to chase the boys around firing uh we cut over to the metabot corporation where there's a bunch of like construction metabots just shooting up the factory um uh and uh uh, Dr. Aki explicitly references that this is just like the horrible incident from eight years ago. Uh,
0: he talks about the 10 days of darkness.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: Which, again, I'm like, I want to know what happened eight years ago. I want to watch that anime too. Yeah. Because we know for a fact um, a young Henry was a legendary meta fighter who hasn't been beaten. He also fought these rubber robos or he also fought an evil organization. Not necessarily the same one. Uh, he... Presumably helped stop this 10 days of darkness because he was the legendary meta fighter and then he won the championship.
1: Yeah, this is I mean, this is exactly why Gundam has like OAVs, because yeah. I don't think that this would this story would fill out a whole 52 episodes of a whole series. But like, you know, uh, a, a six to 12 episode OAV run, it'd be pretty much perfect for it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I would love that.
1: Yeah. Y- give me that. Uh, oh man. Uh, this is also when, so like I kind of took this strangely because the, it feels like the rubber robo leader is just calling Aki on a video phone, but also like what he says kind of implies that this is going to like every world leader because he does ask for the, for the leaders of the world to surrender to him. Uh, and he will call off this attack by the, uh, uh, the, uh, Hercules beetle metabots.
0: In the sub, he's just talking to every single human in front of a TV.
1: Uh, okay. Which is cool. Uh, yeah. And he goes, you have
0: 30 minutes. Surrender or die. And then just cuts out. <laughs> and then he goes, foolish humans, your time is finally over. He he keeps saying that. He says it like he's not a human. Like he's a cat, maybe?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's a cat, Mitch. Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, we do, as uh, Icky and Koji and Sam walk into the final chamber, we do finally hear the cat Meow. <laughs> yeah, first time. I was waiting for yeah. it. Um, uh, Rikushio challenges the evil leader to a um, uh, to a row battle. Uh, this is when um, uh, the evil leader reveals that he was uh, uh, Dr., uh, Professor Hushi's other apprentice. Uh, his name is Dr. Meta-Evil. Uh, and Ugh. he steps out into the light and has a weird hat on with light bulbs on it. Almost like cat ears. Uh, I, I don't know. There's, there's a bunch. There's like several of them around the top of yeah. his hat. It's um, almost like a crown.
0: Uh. Uh, real quick. So, in the sub when they kick open the door, they, uh, they scream, "We will stop you!" And uh, Then Sam's standing in the middle and goes, "That's right. The ones who take over the world will be us." And then Koji <laughs> and Iki pose with her, and then she yeah. goes, "We're the screws." And yeah. then they start arguing about whether or not they're taking over the world or they're the yeah. screws or whatever. but that's a very good bit it's the fact that they pose after they say they're gonna take over the world
1: yeah they just kind of instinctively fall in line behind sam because you know samantha does have incredible um uh you know uh fucking charisma oh yeah Uh, i i would i would immediately pose next to her if i saw her start to start to pose as well um
0: that's why everyone calls her the boss she deserves it
1: yeah um but uh, uh, Dr. MetaEvil explains that, um, you know, the professor never mentioned him because he got kicked out of the project early for constantly talking about how easy it would be to use metabots to conquer the world and kill people.
0: Yeah, um, slightly different lore. Uh, after Because they were all very tight-knit. And then after they realized the true um, use of this, he goes... No, we should take over the world. And he goes, and who she disagreed? Not, and they both disagreed. Okay. <laughs> he, he specifically goes, and who she disagreed?
1: Oh, oh he, was it, to, yeah. he was
0: ready uh, to, he was ready to throw it all away goes, for that. As far as the goes, they
1: never bring up Dr. Aki in this, in this thing, other than mentioning that who she had a second apprentice.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't, they don't, uh, he mentions him, you know, me and then the other one. Yeah. And he, he goes, he specifically says, who she disagreed with me about taking over the world?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm sure Doctor Aki was playing it kind of nonchalantly neutral, just to see who would come out on top. The uh, man,
0: the man mass produces war machines and sells them to the highest bidder. Yeah, he, he's he agreed with him. He's just going about it a different way. Yeah, he's like, look, if we take over the whole world, you don't get to make any money.
1: Yeah. Uh, we also find out that um, Doctor Medieval purposely burnt down um the house. Or no, excuse me, Hushi purposely burnt down uh, uh, his house so that no one would get his rare metal research. And uh, Medi- uh, Dr. Medieval uh, basically tried to stop him, attacked him, and left Hushi in the house to burn to death, uh, which, which is, is when Houshi decides to go crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, that's different than what happens in the sub.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: Hushi was going to throw his notes into the fire, um, and he stopped him, beat him, and then set his house on fire while he stole all of his information.
1: Oh, okay. And then Uh, Rikushi goes, you killed
0: my master, I'm going to kill you.
1: Yeah, good. Which is,
0: it's crazy that Hushi destroyed his house, and then, like, in the sub, it's, wow. Like, that's, we talk about it a lot, how the dub and the sub have one or two words that are different. Yeah. And that completely changes the feel of the thing. That's, again, like, this is the perfect example of that. Did Hushi commit suicide? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or was he beaten, burned alive? Yeah, those are two very different feels.
1: Well, I, I, the, the implication of the dub is that Hushi did burn his house down, but did not in turn uh, intend to burn down inside the house with it. It was uh, uh Doctor Meta Evil uh, that kind of like attacked him and forced him to. Um, but yeah, uh Rikushio goes in to kill Dr. Medieval and gets blasted back by a bombarder arm that comes out of nowhere, which Koji realizes is attached to the man himself. Uh, he is part metabot. He has turned himself into a cyborg,
0: which <laughs> means that technology is there for Karenbot.
1: <laughs> yeah. And clearly this is older technology too. So yeah, you could have a uh, you could have a fully uh, uh android Karen at this point probably. Um yeah, uh uh Doctor MetaEvil begins to cycle through a variety of meta parts that we have seen before, uh, to deal with the assault from um, uh, Peppercat and Sumilodon and Rakusho. Uh Icky tells Koji to uh and, and it's not going well. So Iki pulls pulls a classic Icky move. He transfers the anti-gravity cannon arm to Koji, to tells him to put it on Similodon and shoot it at Icky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these that's the only plan icky can ever think of is hey shoot me and then hurt myself so i yeah. can break something
1: it, it's <laughs> nice to see that icky is putting his body on the line to save Metabee though
0: uh they don't specify it's a anti-gravity weapon in uh oh. the sub <laughs> it, it, they call it the super like the supreme blaster or something like that yeah so he just he just gets launched <laughs> He gets launched hard enough he cracks the glass of metabase tube. So it can't just be regular old anti-gravity. Oh just man. shoot the yeah. tube.
1: I I don't know. Uh, um uh stuffy bear ha- was a pretty powerful metapod. It seemed like that gravity arm could do a whole lot, so I believe it.
0: Uh just shoot the tube.
1: Yeah. Um Oh man. Why don't they just shoot the tube? Maybe they're worrying about it hurting uh maybe maybe Icky was worried about them possibly hurting B if they shoot the tube. But yeah. Um uh meanwhile, uh uh Rikusho and Simodon distract Doctor Metaevil um uh by by attacking it. Uh, uh we cut over to Karen who uh finally summons Neutroners uh to protect her and Arika from Brass's constant assaults with this, this gun arm. Um You hate to see
0: two girlfriends fighting
1: yeah um for you did you actually get a summoning sequence for Nurse? because uh as far as we have for the dub it literally cuts to brass about to shoot them and cuts back and Nurse is there suddenly
0: uh she just appears okay but it's not exactly the same as the sub but it's you're missing like a few frames
1: okay um uh, Rintaro tries to eject Kanteroth's metal with his watch, but it just doesn't fucking work. Uh, also is the thing that we see real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, uh, when nutri appears, uh, so Karen's talking to Arika and is like, oh, she must be under someone else's control. Uh, we should just leave her. And Arika's like, screw that. She's my friend. Yeah. I'm going to get her through here if I keep trying. Yeah. Uh, Karen's just, does Karen think metabots are just tools?
1: Um, maybe uh, I. Oh, I, well. I know she is a Metabot herself, so maybe she's just more in in touch with how kind of like transient and replaceable they might be. I don't I mean, know. That's... Karen is kind of fucked up if we get down to brass tacks. What? Uh, but... <laughs> This this <laughs> is somebody who carries around smoke bombs try like was going to swat somebody and uh y- uses the sim cards on her friends' GPS phones to track them.
0: Yeah, Karen's a really complicated character and they don't talk about her at all. And that's <laughs> that's messed up.
1: Well, you know, uh we're going to get a lot of the side episodes uh in season 2 early on and then, you know, uh based on how right we've been so far, I think there's a there's a probably a 50 50 chance that we're going to find out that Karen is a metabot uh, at the end of season two. (laughs) I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Um, We get a quick cut over to Similodon, who gets his legs completely taken off by uh, Dr. Meta Evil, who then starts to rush towards uh, Icky to kill him uh and then we immediately cut over to Sloane who's about to summon to uh totalizer to take out Cantoroth, but Rentaro won't let him he doesn't want to see uh his best friend get destroyed in front of him and uh goes to punch him in the head to try and stop him and this is when uh we cut over to see there's somebody else here the chicken seller has become the rabbit seller
0: i <laughs> are we missing something did he realize chickens were profitable and now he's switching over to rabbits
1: Well, no, he sold all of his chickens, quote unquote, to the colonel.
0: Hmm. We don't get that in the sub. (laughs) So I was like, oh, maybe this is his brother. I I don't understand. Uh, He also says something messed up, though. Uh, Not quite. uh, I sold everyone to the colonel, but um, hey, kids, did you know rabbits die when they're alone? (laughs) That's his opening. (laughs) It's the same for us. We can't live on our own. And I'm like, that's a messed up thing to tell a kid, dude. Oh, my God. And then Rintaro just nods and goes to punch Sephiroth there.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, We cut back over to uh, Arika and Karen. Neutronurse has used her shield so much that she overheats and shuts down. Brass goes in for that kill shot. But Arika tackles her to the ground and and proceeds to just, like, you know, lovingly grip onto her in a bear hug to keep her from shooting anybody. This is this is true, true love between a metabot and a metafighter right here.
0: It's really touching. We we don't yeah. really see this kind of emotion out of anyone else other than, I mean, Icky. Um I can see why Arika and Icky are best friends. They both agree about the humanity of a metabot.
1: Yeah, like, this is honestly kind of hard to watch. Like, it's, oh, man, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, real quick, though, on a lighter side, we see St. Nurse the Nasty's stats.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, hit me up with St. Nurse the Nasty's stats.
0: He uh, goes head, left arm, right arm, legs. So it's holy wall, donor, which is wild. I need to know what that is.
1: Oh, it's a kebab.
0: Uh, translate, and then petticoat. <laughs> Okay. And then uh, one of the things in red at the end says ganglion laceration. Okay. <laughs> Which is... Uh, okay. Um, but uh, what happened to uh nurse in the sub is... Uh, so Brass is really good at shooting. Yeah. And just destroys Neutronurse. nurse Okay. Because <laughs> Neutronurse nurse isn't fighting back. Yeah. So, uh, sh- I mean, Brass is just really good at her job. It's too bad we don't see Brass ever.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if Arika was, uh, well, it's just the fact that, you know, Arika and Brass are committed to their, um, their, their journalistic career, uh, that they're not going to try and be meta fighters. They're trying to tell the story, not be the story.
0: I mean, I, I support them in all of their endeavors.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, we do cut back to, uh, the, the big, the big fight at hand as the team continues to try and distract Dr. MetaEvil from, uh, killing Icky. Uh, who has climbed over the ca- uh, out of the can uh, container um and has taken off one of the rubber robo antennas around it. Um, uh Peppercat and Seillilodon are completely taken out, uh, com- just completely knocked out. Uh, and Dr. Metaevil continues to monologue again um about how he's gonna take over the world. and uh, this is when Icky says that it's not gonna work. Because Meta B won't take orders from anyone, not even him. And he then proceeds to wail on the glass with yeah. this um, uh, with this antenna trying to crack the tube
0: open. Yeah. So he's holding one of these electrodes like a baseball bat, which yeah. I love the visuals. Um, and then Meta Evil goes, you know, metabots will be my perfect soldiers, never fearing death by their master's orders. And Icky goes, you don't know anything about metabots, do you? This guy is stubborn, selfish, and never listens to anything I say even i have nothing but trouble with him so i don't think he's ever going to listen to you <laughs> and i'm like that that is your friend in that tube dying right you know
1: that right yeah but you know kind of kind of said the way that you know never give up never surrender uh he's my asshole of a friend and he'll you'll never have him
0: <laughs> oh yeah no for sure but yeah. Icky couldn't he couldn't say something emotional without getting those digs in which, yeah which is perfect i love it I warmed up to Iggy and it took 38 episodes. <laughs> or
1: uh 21 depending how you want to uh count it. <laughs> um oh man. Uh yeah, you know, he's wailing that tube. This is also as things are seeming at their darkest, uh, Arc Beetle comes down and we hear Phantom Renegade as he comes out of the corner. Uh, and, uh, he's here to the rescue. Uh, everyone's like, oh my God, aren't you fucking dead? And he says, unfortunately for meta evil, the grim reaper turned me away.
0: <laughs> we got a different line in the sub. Yeah. Um, they go retort you're alive. And he goes, unfortunately, I'm not even wanted by the God of death. And I'm like, who hurt <laughs> you? <laughs> what made you into this sad man? Oh man. Uh, huh. Oh. Uh, I had a, the, I, Obviously, I watched that scene multiple times just to to the way I prepare for this show. But yeah. I watched that scene multiple times on that first run through. So I'm like, "What a good line!" <laughs> and he's he's uh, bent over, holding his chest, like he's still on the verge of death. And oh, then he's yeah, just he talking does, about how
1: I mean, he has a thousand stitches. Uh, <laughs> and he he's just talking about how no one loves him. Stitches. Yeah, <laughs> like all right. Uh, Medieval makes a comment that uh, Arc Beetle must have a rare metal since he's not underneath Medieval's control, or he just doesn't have a Hercules Beetle metal. He could have like a Dynastid Beetle metal or something. Uh, uh,
0: they specifically say he has a Caputo metal, and uh, uh, okay. that it's a rare one. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean he, he is he up good here at shoot. A thwack, uh, uh, yeah, and he is since, good at shoot. He is primarily a shoot bot.
0: Since uh, uh Space Meta Fighter X is phantom of for tour in space metaphor x was the legendary Meta Fighter hikaru who had a uh metabee type uh um metabot during the tournament it's true and uh space metafighter x says you can't discard your friend's metal because that's their soul and your best friend for life we can assume this is the same metal that the young hikaru used uh during his tournament which was a pseudo metal. Yeah. It, do you cohesion do you makes think, sense?
1: Oh man, do you think that maybe uh when he upgraded um his his metabot to the Arc Beetle, he repackaged and resealed the original his original metabee body and then gave it to Henry to hold uh in trust <laughs> at the 7-Eleven until he found a young boy worthy of taking it.
0: See, I I uh I'm fully on board. Henry's the uh, the uh, retort now.
1: Still don't believe it. Don't believe it. at um,
0: all. Which is fair. I mean, we get a lot of we get a lot of clues. Otherwise, he could be the leader of the retort gang. I would go for that. <laughs> yeah. um, but clearly, you know, a Henry Hikaru who lived in the same town, ha- you know, has the same name, <laughs> hangs out with the same people,
1: vaguely similar haircut,
0: <laughs> looks exactly the same. But yeah, um, I I was think I'm thinking maybe Henry had this uh, uh, the repackaging would be sweet, but I would rather uh, Metaby had been an open packaged one, you know, that he gives yeah. to Icky. Uh, I think that would have been a lot sweeter than repackaging it. I think he just kept this old model around out of sentimentality.
1: Also, does it mean that the tin pet that uh, Henry loaned to him for like assuming this wild theory that Henry is both the legendary Meta Fighter. And the Phantom Thief Retort, and Space uh, metafighter X. Is, yeah, and <laughs> Space metafighter X, which I think is ridiculous. Um, if it were true, though, does that mean that the spare tin pet that he loaned Icky was Arc Beetle's tin pet?
0: I mean, it would have been his original uh, <laughs> Kabuto type one, the uh, KBT type. But I'm pretty sure that was his, that was the convenience store's tin pet. Because okay. his boss got mad at him for loaning. Him. Granted, that is what he said, so he could that, be lying. Yeah, that could be
1: a lie. We don't know.
0: Uh... We don't know. That's pretty cool. It'd be really sweet. Uh,
1: yeah. Um. Oh man. Uh, Icky is up there thwacking and whacking now, uh, and the glass finally breaks and frees Metaby, but Metaby is still fucking dead. Um. And okay. it isn't until like, hold,
0: on, hold, is on. Holding... hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm sorry I keep interrupting you.
1: No, 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 no. You were also a co-host of this podcast. Like, go for it. <laughs> but
0: we get a lot of good lines. Um, we do. So uh, every time Icky's just slamming this uh, bat into this thing, he gets shocked and falls down and climbs back up. Yeah. And he goes, this is nothing compared to the pain Metabee has gone through, which is sweet. But, like, all of Icky's plans are, I'm going to hurt myself repeatedly until things go my way. Does, does this kid ever think of anything else other than just constantly hurting himself?
1: <laughs> it's all he knows.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Then he's crying and begging his friend to wake up, but Meta B doesn't until he calls him a piece uh, of junk.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, he's crying out. Uh, he's holding Meta B in his arms and it finally calls him you know says you got to get you got to wake up you piece of junk and that is when uh metaby surges with a golden energy which uh shoots back into the system as feedback and begins to destroy the entire facility and this <laughs> is when metaby finally wakes up uh and it's great the signal <laughs> stops we see the beam uh, come back into the, the hinge in this lake. Uh, Brass wakes up, freed from the control, and asks, asks Erika what's wrong, what's happened. Kantoroth is similarly freed and uh, asks Rintaro why he just punched him. Uh, and Miss Caviar confirms, the transmission is stopped, the world is saved. What a good show. Yeah.
0: Um, what a good, good show.
1: Uh, Icky and Metabee uh, do have a little heart-to-heart. Uh, about how much they missed each other, really it's really great. um, uh, you know, uh you know, Karen and Erika run in. um Sam is immediately mad that Icky hasn't thanked her for helping save meta v um and uh, yeah, uh, do we wanna is anything you wanna cover before we get into the end of this episode, and I feel like we are gonna lose our fucking minds
0: um you know i I think I'm good. I think I'm ready to be right.
1: Okay, so Dr. Medieval begins to crawl out for the rubble, uh, ready to monologue again and re challenge them for another fight. Uh, but the cat fucking tells him that he failed and that he will take <laughs> it from here. Mitch, you were right about the fucking cat. The cat was a leader. I
0: was right. I was right. I've never once been wrong and I'm going to live forever.
1: The cat, but it's, you know what? It only gets fucking crazier, Mitch. Because the cat ejects the uh, meta evils, like opens meta back out, and it ejects a metal out of him. Any fucking <laughs> dies, and the cat takes the metal in his cat mouth and runs off to Giganko Giganko, who is the giant metabot that we saw earlier and he (laughs) says he's going to destroy the human race with it and he puts the metal in Giganko and then he tells Giganto to go kill all humans and we cut out to the ruins as everyone's escaping out through an escape hole and we see the entire ruins open up like a fucking hangar bay and Giganko comes out and he's huge and he's going to kill everybody and he's being commanded by a fucking cat with a vr headset what is going on mitch
0: this is the best episode of any television series ever produced in the history of humanity
1: how is this not the ending of metabots this should be the ending of season two (laughs) i i the, the only thing that this like makes clear in my mind is it does like regardless of what the next 12 episodes uh in like the japanese broadcast order is like it makes sense that they would reshuffle the broadcaster in English to make this the end, of the halfway point, the end of season one, because this should have. It would have been hog bonkers. It would completely take all of the limelight away from the ending if this would have happened immediately before it. This is a much better mid-season ending or a final show ending than just oh, we'll throw it in at three quarters of the way in, you know. <laughs> weird cat uh giganco uh uh, metabots were created by an ancient pre-human race that are apparently cats with vr headsets Uh, also this man is a metabot he has a metal and like it's the crazy thing is like it's not even this does confirm that if karen is a robot she's not just a robot there's a metal in her somewhere like he had a fucking backplate that opened up and its brain popped out of it (laughs)
0: Okay, a couple questions. <laughs> what kind of metal did he have? Clear He probably didn't have a kabuto, but he was good at shooting. Maybe he does have a kabuto type metal is just obviously a rare metal.
1: Uh well, it, it could be a dog type metal. Dogs are also good at shooting.
0: Well, if he was a dog type, he wouldn't have worked with the cat.
1: Well, but dogs are loyal and as long as he understood that the cat was his master. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like it, it's not like the cat's a monkey or anything. <laughs>
0: also uh in the sub its name is giant emperor
1: that that makes more sense
0: which means we have beast emperor god emperor giant emperor
1: (laughs) it makes sense yeah you know the the emperor frame of of metabots uh mitch this episode is fucking crazy and i love metabots this fucking rules this is so good (laughs) i'm still on a high for being right about multiple things in one episode (laughs) Uh, this basically can like uh, w- huh. this basically confirms that Karen is a metabot. You've gotten everything right so far. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't I don't know where we're going to go from here. I I think so we were planning on doing season 2 of uh, Metabots and continuing on maybe touching season 3 depending on how we feel. And, I definitely uh, want to do
1: season 3. Definitely I want to do season 3. Now,
0: uh we might just skip all of season 2 maybe. <laughs> uh, who we haven't talked about it but how can we how can we go on from this
1: there's there's some good how can we go back in there. i think it's going to be worth it um we're going to you know we're you know it's going to you know next week we are going to watch one single episode of metabots we're going to watch the end of season 1 and have a wrap up and i think that's really going to cleanse us of some of the metabot juice going on here um and but, uh, but, we but did Colin. already line up a guest for the start of season two. So we should yeah. probably still watch it.
0: But <laughs> Colin, if if next week's episode is anything like these episodes, and obviously it's going to be, that one episode is going to feel like four episodes. Because <laughs> you know we're going to learn this cats from outer space. That's the space <laughs> theme. That's why the rubber robos have a space theme. It's an ancient cat alien <laughs> civilization that builds robots that look like bugs <laughs> this is the best <sighs> anime that's ever existed why do people watch any other anime how can gundam compete with the metabots after this
1: you know gundam has never had a cat alien that secret secretly orchestrated the whole thing i can tell you that
0: uh. <laughs> therefore gundam is clearly inferior to metabots
1: oh <sighs> um watch
0: bahina like whatever give me a cat Give me a cat as a war criminal, and then we'll talk Gundam.
1: <laughs> oh man, uh, IGPX does have an uplifted cat that drives a race car robot. Um, that's what I'll say. That you know, still not a Gundam, but uh, at least somebody is still putting cats in robot anime. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I don't know what else we can say other than thank you for watching Metabots. We are doing the last episode and a wrap up. Um, uh, next. Uh, you know, next, uh, week, uh, hopefully, uh, bef- like by the time we record that you will have seen, uh, a tweet I'm going to put up to go with last week's episode, uh, to kind of be like, Hey, send us questions. If you have any bloody, bloody, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, send them to the, uh, the, I don't know why I'm explaining it here. Fucking we're By the time you hear this episode, we will have already recorded the next episode. So, uh, yeah, Mitch, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> and tell you how right that you are about metabots
0: (laughs) if they would if people would please just tell me mitch you're right about everything you've ever said that's all the validation i need i mean it's the validation i desperately crave every day with every word out of my mouth so please validate me um you can do that at big bad beetle boy on twitter uh colin what about you how can people uh, tell you how right i was
1: Uh, You can tell me how right Mitch was by, uh, you know, tweeting at me at Pagetish, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. And uh, sadly, this is the only podcast you can find me on for the time being. So please tell Mitch and I how right Mitch was about everything. Um, God, (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, You can also find our Twitters at MetaWatch and MetaRoch. Do it. If I yeah. follow both of those Twitters, why not? What else are you doing on you yeah. know, like reading uh, sad you know, things? No.
1: Is your there's gonna be so many good gifts out of just these two episodes. Please follow Metaraj Uh Mitch, how are we gonna follow this up?
0: Uh the only way I know how